everybody to Edge of the Rabbit Hole. I'm author and ghost historian Mike Ricksecker. With me, as always, my co-hostess, Victoria Monday. And down in the chat room, Alina moderating the chat. A very different episode coming uh, for you tonight. We have Nicole Guillaume. Nicole Antoinette now. Nicole Antoinette, that's right. I dropped the Guillaume. <laughs> you dropped the Guillaume. I did. Right? Uh, from Guiding Echoes is in studio with us to do psychic readings mm -hmm. and, uh, with some tarot cards and i've got tarot cards and then i might use them i might not we'll just have to see i've got some norman cards too so anything could happen tonight who yep. knows <laughs> anything will happen so go ahead and uh you know put your requests and questions in the chat we'll get to those here very shortly uh our co-host is victoria monday this is going to be an unusual episode for her so you know we've, we've kind of already apologized to victoria here <laughs> a little bit because she's kind of going to take a bad just honest, she's going to take a little bit of a backseat here for a while. Sorry, Victoria. You're, we love you. Gonna, I love you too, but you're going to close my right, mic, right? Because I'm going to sing. We'll close your mic and you can go ahead and jam to all your, you know, tunes and, and everything for, sing, uh, for a little while. But See chanties. Shanties. That's it. Oh, okay. I've been practicing. Okay. <laughs> all right. Well, we thought we'd at least, you know, first 10 to 15 minutes of the show, we'll keep Victoria, you know, around and we'll kind of just talk in general about, you know, psychic greetings. You know, tarot cards that in the whole kind of genre interest industry whatever so victoria can ask nicole some questions or what have you well and, i mean people can ask us questions too about well, <laughs> that too, yeah. and whatnot too so and, <laughs> and then 10 to 15 minutes uh before the show ends we will bring victoria back because i think we have a question for her as well well it's already I think popped so. up so, I think so. I yeah think so. yeah we have one for you as well that's right well do i need to go get my deck <laughs> <laughs> I think you'll be able to handle this one without it. We'll see. Is it cat related? It's not my cat. It's not it, my would you know what? <laughs> there it's, are cats right there on the back of the card. Is that the witch deck? Because they had that's it's the every only, witch, yeah. Yeah, because they had cute little cats, and I was going to give it to my daughter, and she went. Oh. So, <laughs> Rude. Uh, she did. <laughs> she didn't do that. <laughs> it's not All a right. video game. <gasps> oh, that's what you need. Tarot video. There you go. Video games. I mean, they have apps. They have tarot yeah. apps, but an actual yeah. video game. Yeah, mm -hmm. that'd be cool. Why not? Why not? Yeah. Shadow Dimension video game. <laughs> we'll talk more about the Shadow Dimension tomorrow. I know a lot of you kind of you know, caught wind of what was going on with that earlier today. We'll talk about that tomorrow on Beyond the Shadows. If so. only we knew someone who could do computer programming. Only. Mm. Only. Hmm. Do we know anyone that does that? I don't know of anybody who oh that's right i have a degree in simulation program that's it <laughs> darn that's it, it. <laughs> <laughs> doesn't your son do that too right yeah my youngest son yep okay um mm -hmm. yes there you go all right there we go <laughs> you're welcome <laughs> there we go drag camera not into this all yeah. right <laughs> so um so i guess just to kind of like start things off you have the tarot card so mm -hmm. psychic readings now these i, I People kind of get confused, I guess, the difference between a psychic reading and a mediumship reading. I know you've done videos on this right. lately. So um, before we kind of start and get into the various questions, you want to kind of define the difference here because you're not sure. doing mediumship tonight. Well, 
technically no, but if someone comes through, I'm not going to stop it. So let's okay. go ahead and back up and I'll explain that answer too. So a psychic reading is when I would tune into the energy of someone and maybe give them insight into a certain situation that they're in and maybe they want to know about the outcome. So a lot of times people will come to me for um, psychic readings wanting to know, um, you know, where's their career path heading and are they on the right path in their personal life or what's going to happen with their love life. So that is a psychic reading. So when you're wanting to tune into the future, or again, if you just need insight about the energies that are around you and what's influencing um, your behavior or um, what's influencing the, the choices and basically everything around you, that's a psychic reading. And so mediumship is connecting to the spirit world. Um, so that's the difference. The reasons it's called a medium is because, you know, you've got the earth plane and the spirit plane and a medium is right in the middle. So you're not small, you're not large, you're medium. <laughs> and so you are the medium, the channel um, that brings forth those messages. So that is the difference between psychic reading and a medium reading. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, because <laughs> I think a lot of people don't understand the differences between those. And so that that's good that you yeah, I get that question a lot. So yeah. people will go on to my, in fact, I just uh, recently started changing the verbiage on my website because people right. would order a mediumship reading, wanting a psychic reading, order a psychic reading, wanting mediumship. And then other people would just email me and they're like, I'm confused. I don't know which one I want. <laughs> what are you doing? So I changed the verbiage. So mediumship just says connect with spirit. So it um, makes it a lot easier. Yeah. 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 So Victoria, you have any uh, questions at the outset? What's the difference between a psychic and a medium? No. <laughs> That's my question. No. no. Uh, um, do you have a particular form of divination that you go to, your backup? I mean, personally, I well, like crying. I mean, that's that's my thing because you don't have to carry anything. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. No, I do prefer um, I do prefer tarot Lenormand cards too. Like I do like Lenormand. So um, I don't know if you've ever worked with the Lenormand cards before, mm -hmm. um, but Lenormand they're they're much less cards to work with. It's like half the half the cards of a tarot deck. And the thing about Lenormand though is Lenormand can be rude. Like it pulls no punches when it's giving you the answers or whatever. It's just like boom, this is how it is. Where tarot sometimes tarot is like you know, we've got bad news, but there's this good stuff coming first that we want to tell you about. And, you know, whereas Lenormand's just like, boom, there you go. Enjoy. You know, so. Um, but yeah, Lenormand and Tarot, those are my two. Those are my two favorites. But I don't, I mean, I don't usually need them. I can usually tune in to someone right away and kind of get a sense for everything. But, you know, every once in a while, like, you get kind of stuck or you feel blocked or something. That's where it's nice to have the tools, so. Right. So those are the two I normally go to. Mike, what do you use? Um, oh, I have back there the <laughs> Wizards Tarot and the Edgar Allan Poe Tarot. On, what about on your, the desk. Um, your um, what do you call those I've, things? The dowsing rods are back yeah. there too. Uh, I have a pendulum. So yeah. I have, he has I have crystals. A marshmallow rods. Crystals, yeah. Marshmallow, marshmallow rods. rods. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. <laughs> uh, I have, no, it's not here on the desk because I kind of cleaned up a little bit. What, so. your marshmallow rod? Uh, no, some of the different <laughs> stones. Yeah, the marshmallow rods. <laughs> That's the best use for so, them. Yeah. Uh, we have a couple of uh, uh, Tom McNicholas is in the house, and we have some familiar faces oh. down the, in the chat, too. So Karen Whitaker and Chuck Banks are down there. But Tom McNicholas, $5 super chat, a toast to the higher power. And I know he's joining in from work, so don't get caught, Tom. Appreciate <laughs> that, though, buddy. And then uh, we also have uh, 
Chris Stanton with a uh, super super sticker. It doesn't show what the the sticker is, but super sticker, and it's a ten dollar uh, super chat. So thank you both very very much for that. Absolutely appreciate it. That's nice. So is a super sticker. This is all new to me. Is that actually a sticker? Or uh... there there are actual super stickers that put a graphic up there, and oh, cool. with, with Chris, <laughs> it didn't put the little graphic. It just says super sticker in his. You know, it has because his... of the platform we're using. Yeah, so it's not showing oh, the super sticker. Oh, so if yeah. we were back on like we YouTube, were on YouTube, it would show. Oh mm -hmm. yeah, it does show it over there on number YouTube. Number one fan. Woohoo! Number one fan. Okay. Yep. So for all of you who thought you were the number one fan of Edge of the Rabbit Hole, I don't know, because Stanton, Stanton threw us $10 and then also showed us through a sticker. And, and, and I mean, you can't argue with the sticker. You can't argue with the sticker. It says number one no. fan on it right there. So, yeah. Thank what you. you <laughs> Thank you very much. Yes. Do you have like a ribbon, a super ribbon? You know, uh, what we usually say <laughs> like, is at the end, when we go through the, the Super Chats, I'll call them all Super Chat Superstars. And so oh, Tom nice. McNicholas uh, actually has a T-shirt because Tom has always been really, really good about this uh, in the past. And uh, he actually has a T-shirt that says Super Chat Superstar on it. Oh, nice. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's that's his new name now. We're gonna have to start coming up with something though. So like, if if people like give us twenty dollars, we like throw water on you, or oh, yeah, <laughs> or there's ten dollars, we'll throw confetti on you. I mean, fifty dollars, I'll throw an egg at his head. I mean, it's oh. <laughs> fifty bucks. What's it all at me? <laughs> well, it's not gonna be me. I mean, someone has to throw it somewhere. Mm, so I mean, that's right. That's right. You know, Tom Cruise would take one for the team. That's all. I'm he saying. would. Mm -hmm. He would. I suppose. <laughs> He would, but he gets paid a lot more than I do, too. Oh, well. Well, <laughs> you do make a point there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's in all those movies and everything. I don't know. And he's actually filming a movie in space. I want in on that. Really? So mm -hmm. lucky. Yeah, they're, they're working out the details of that. Can you imagine being the cable puller? <laughs> <laughs> Really and long table. <laughs> and there's Karen Whitaker. Thank you very much, Karen. She also had a super sticker, and that is is that a pair that's She's rolling, laughing. laughing? Yeah, that's cute. <laughs> She's that's laughing. Cute. I wish I wish Dreamyard would in, uh, drag in the uh, the graphics. Oh, and Thomas is catching up with yet another yep. five dollars. And there's Tom. Super chat. And there's Tom. Thank you, thank you Aww. both very very much. You guys are awesome. His is. Um, what is that? I'm number one. I'm number little, one. Aww. Yeah, that's cute. You guys are awesome. Thank you the so much. The war is on. We're gonna by the end of the night, we will know who the we number one fan is. <laughs> this is true. This is true. <laughs> All right. Well, I you think know, you, we ought to. What's that? Get Victoria? your tarot. Get your tarot cards out and figure out who it is. There, you could figure Write out. Write it down. We could. Is All it right. time well, for me to go away? Because I'll start. Well, we should go ahead and get to the questions. It's, <laughs> it's been it's been a good ten minutes and. We've been having some laughs, which is awesome, but we ought to get to everybody's questions. All right, let's you do it. You ready for this? You, I am. All, all awake now? I'm, I don't know if I'd say that, but I'm here. I'm here. Let's do it. All right. This is usually getting close to her bedtime. So. Mm -hmm. oh, all I'll right. Get, I'll go get my so, guests. Victoria's going to go party. <laughs> Actually, Victoria, if you could go drink coffee and think of me while you're doing that, and maybe Just I'll wake up by us. I would, but I don't drink coffee. You don't I'm drink a, coffee. You drink tea. tea. You drink tea. <laughs> Green tea? And martinis. Martinis. Ah, there you go. I don't know if that, you know what, that would still be fun. Just do it. <laughs> All right. All right. Here we go. Bye. We'll see you in a little bit, Victoria. <laughs> Have fun. All right. All right. Hit me up with them questions.
Hit add to stream. There you go. Whoops. Sorry about that. Technical difficulties. I, I muted her microphone and then I removed us. <laughs> okay. And you're asking me if I'm awake. I know. It's crazy. All right. So All right. first one up. Um. Okay. So this is from Heidi Hale. Hi, uh, Heidi. Hi, guys. Hey, Nicole. It can, I wonder if it's still up here. I could toss it up on the screen, right? Or maybe it's already. Yeah, there it is. There it is. Uh, I seem to be connecting with spirit more lately. They're just showing up. One in particular where I live. Can you see that it's happening or am I imagining it? You're definitely not imagining it. Because <laughs> um, actually, as I'm tuning into you, I feel like you're um, actually, uh, well, okay, let me, let me back up. Because I saw your third eye opened along with your, um, uh, your throat chakra. And so like all of this seems to be lit up pretty well. So I feel like you are very much seeing something. I'm also getting um, some type of a blockage in your heart chakra, though. So you might want to just kind of feel into that and tune into that. So if you've been um, uber stressed lately, maybe just do some type of breath work. Also put your hand over your heart, like where your, your heart would be, your heart chakra, and just take some nice deep breaths in and find some type of mantra or affirmation that feels good to you as you're doing that. And just with every breath, imagine that you're releasing that tension. So um, I don't know why that came up when you were asking that question, because that has nothing to do with the question, but that's what I came up with. And then also, um, there seems to be a little bit of a blockage in your throat chakra as well, but your third eye chakra is actually seems to be lit pretty well. So I don't doubt at all that you're seeing um, not just some type of figure in your home. I'm sure that you're probably seeing things out of your peripheral. I wouldn't be surprised also if the visions and images that you're getting in your head are starting to become stronger. And I think it's just a matter of time before you have more vivid dreams too. So, um, so yeah, you are, you are definitely tuning into something. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Uh, this one is from Alina. She didn't post it in uh, the chat on YouTube. So this okay. was just sent to me in our little chat going on. So uh, for Nicole tonight, I've been struggling. No matter how much I try not to, I worry about everything. I understand why I'm like this, but at the same time, I don't, if that makes any sense. My life has never really been carefree. I would greatly appreciate some guidance and any messages that are important for me to know. Anything that may help give me peace. Thank you so much. Okay. Um, so as I'm tuning into you, what I see is um, what, what I would describe as like a black shroud over you. And this isn't meant to be scary or anything like that. So don't take it that way. So let me just explain what that means for me. So when I see like that black shroud over someone, it means that there is a um, heavy energy. It's not necessarily dark, but it's heavy. And so heavy can be, heavy energy can come from a trauma that hasn't been worked through yet and, or traumas plural that haven't been worked through yet. It can also be intense stress that is preventing you from being able to see a way out of your situation. And so um, that's kind of what I'm seeing around you. And I feel like that's why um, I, I think that everything's probably been feeling more dense for you lately. Like everything feels stronger and heavier than usual. So there's probably times when the shroud seems like it's not as dark and you're feeling like, okay, I'm kind of coming out of this fog. I'm feeling better. And then other times it's just kind of like, boom, kind of takes over. Um, 
And so that's one of the things that I'm seeing as far as and the the heaviness around you. And then also when I talk about that being the energy, that's not necessarily like an energy that's attached to you. It's it's nothing like that. It's just how I'm interpreting um, really kind of the energy that I would say that you're putting out. But the other thing is that 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 shroud is also meant to protect you. So in a lot of ways, although this will sound weird, um, that heaviness can actually serve as a way to protect you and keep you grounded. Uh, because sometimes if people are in stressful situations, um, like you were saying, you constantly worry all the time. Well, imagine if that if your imagination was following suit and it was even worse than what it already is. So heaviness can sometimes keep us grounded and it keeps us aware of um aware of our thoughts, but also in some way aware of, I want to say aware of your surroundings. I don't know if that makes sense to you or not. Um, cause it's kind of, <laughs> it's kind of a weird way that the energy and the information is coming through. Um, so there's just, there's, there's a lot of things to unpack here. Um, and I don't think that I really have time to go through all of it. So Alina, what I would like you to do is email me tomorrow and we'll talk about this a little bit more because, um, because yeah, there's just a lot going, there's a lot going on there. So, but that's, but that's part of it. So I don't know if that helped at all. <laughs> so you're not going crazy. And this isn't something that you're making up. This is, this is actual trauma that's around you. But what's interesting is, again, I feel like it's meant to protect you as well. So when you feel like there's, there's something near you, and it's just like this heaviness there, it probably feels scary. Um, just kind of like, oh, you know what a good example is? Those weighted blankets. Oh, You know okay. those weighted blankets that people wear for anxiety? Well, that's a form of heaviness, but it's meant to like keep you down and actually keep you comforted and, and keep you safe. Although, you know, sometimes if you wake up in the middle of the night and you're hot and you've had a bad dream, like that tightness from a weighted blanket, it doesn't feel good. It doesn't provide the comfort that it's meant to provide. And so I feel like that's kind of what's happening with um, the energy that you're both projecting that's meant to that's meant to protect. It's like kind of pushing back in its own way. So again, I do feel like it's meant to be protective, but um, there's just other things going on. So we'll talk about that tomorrow. Okay. Privately. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Well, thank you, Alina. And I hope that was helpful. All right. This is from um, our friend Chuck Banks. Uh, coaching culture and athletics. Hey, Mike, this is Chuck. It's been a crazy year for me. Will the future be brighter? Um, yes. And before it is, though, because I don't want you coming back and saying, you said it would be brighter. So let me explain. I do feel like there's a bit of a dip that's coming first. So I think that you're you probably kind of already feel it on its way. And I already know that as I'm saying this to you, you're like, oh God, no, not, not another dip, not another. No, I don't want another one. Things are supposed to be getting better. So, um, and, and they are, but I do feel like there's going to be some type of a downhill something. I, I don't know what that is exactly for you, but then it does start to come back up. And what I'm also seeing is that sharp dip. Cause that's how I see it. I see like, like sharp dip, but then it goes back up as quickly as it went down. So it's, it's this blip, it's this little blip on your journey and, um, it's going to feel as if things are getting worse before they get better type of scenario. Um, things aren't really getting worse. It's just, it's going to be some type of disappointing scenario, I think for you, that's probably not as bad as it initially seems. So just like <laughs> steamroll through it, you're going to be fine. Um, but I do see things getting brighter for you. Um, and it feels like, I want to say around the fall, um, the fall is actually when, or the autumn, I should say, 
autumn feels like that's a time where things really start to light up for you. Um, and I, I want to say there's going to be like some surprises in store for you that are phenomenally good. And I'm hearing the number three. So three things that I want to say you've been manifesting. A couple of them you've probably given up on. And they show up in what can only be described as miraculous ways. So um, I don't know if all three of them are going are gonna to come up for you in fall. But the autumn is when it starts, is when the that goodness really starts. So that's going to be exciting. You're going to have to come back and tell us what that is. <laughs> cool. Well, I, th I think fall is kind of Chuck's time of year anyway, isn't it, Chuck? Oh, is it? I think so. Oh. He, he's... he's 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 a football coach. That's kind of like his. Oh, okay. Kind of like his moment. Oh, all right. Yeah. Well, there there you go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He does a good job working with the kids and everything. So yeah. All right. All right. So uh, all right. So this is from Cloud Ma'am. Hello. I'd love to know what direction my husband and I's restaurant is going, in, as well as our home front. There's a lot of stress going on, and it's frustrating. Yeah, I can imagine that would be really frustrating. Um, okay. So what I'm hearing is that. It sounds like with the restaurant, okay, so I want to say I probably don't have to be a psychic for this one, but it sounds like the direction of the restaurant has been forced to go in a different way, and it feels like it's going to continue that way for a couple months longer, two to three months longer, and there is some type of a shift that comes after that. Um, then I'm seeing four months, five months. Five months. Okay, so in about five months from now, that's when it's kind of like business as usual. Um, one of the things I do see is changing your hours. So something about changing your hours is, I think, going to help relieve some of the stress that you guys are having. Um, so you may have to, you, you'll want to think about whether you need to work shorter hours or longer hours. I, I don't know what the deal is. I would assume shorter and figuring out the slots that make it, um, that make the most sense for you. But um, yeah, there will be some big changes for it coming in about five months. And what, what did she ask about? There was another part to that. Oh, I'd have to go back up and get it because I scrolled down to the next one. Okay. Um, okay. There it is. As and well as a home. home front. Yes. The home front's going to take a little bit longer to um, settle down because there's a lot of there's a lot of energies at work because like this feels like a whirlwind when I'm tuning into that. So there's going to be a lot of residual stuff that needs to be um, kind of cleared. I think disappointments need to kind of come down. Um, disappointment in each other and in, in yourselves. There's just there's there's a lot of there's a lot of hurt feelings, I would say. There's a lot of anger, and I don't know. Sometimes it ends up getting directed at each other, but the thing to keep in mind is, like, you guys aren't really mad at each other, although it seems that way. You're just kind of taking it out on each other, which is which is unfortunate because it's really these outward situations that's causing that energy to kind of start caving in and caving in on you guys. Um so I would say the best thing you can do is start finding different ways to manage that and to work through it. Um, because if, if you don't, I feel like that's probably going to get worse in the way that you guys are um, maybe talking to each other and treating each other. You may be giving each other the silent treatment once in a while. I don't know. 
Um, but just be aware that that you guys aren't as mad at each other, angry or whatever as you think you are. It's, it's all outward circumstances. Um, and that it because that's what I see. Like I see everyone getting like caved in, like all this energy suppressing all of you. Um, so that's going to take a while to get past because there's probably been some actions within everyone that's been hurtful and unfair. Um, so that's going to take a while to to write it out. And, um, you know, at the end of the day, sometimes you just have to remember like, yeah, this person's driving me crazy, but I love them. I love this person. I do, <laughs> you know, so, um, just try to keep that in mind. But, um, that, that I feel like the business with the restaurant is going to level out and will become clear to you within five months, like the, the actual direction of where it's going. You're going to know in five months exactly where you need to take that and where that's going. But as far as the home front situation, that's going to take, um, it's going to take longer to figure out and settle down. So, but you'll get there. Cool. All right. From Trina Miller, I'd like to know what direction I'm going to, uh, am to be going for my business toward my soul's mission, learned a ton of tools. And will I be able to support my kids and myself on my own doing it? Um, it's going to take a while. So just remember, have patience and this is something that you can do to support yourself and your kids, but I think it's going to be in combination with something. So I don't think it's going to be um, just the spiritual thing. It feels like maybe there's something else that you add into it. Like, um, for example, I'll see people who have um, um, like massage businesses along with their um, Reiki practices, because, you know, those are kind of close together. And then I've others I've seen other people who do life coaching alongside with their tarot and things like that so that they're able to um, just kind of bring in different clients. So you have both the more like spiritual new agey people, but then you also have um, others that are more. Um, I guess, non-religious, non-spiritual, whatever you want to call it. But it does help to have um, to have a wide range of, of services or products that you can offer. So anyways, the long, the long answer is yes, but I am feeling it's going to take time and you're probably going to have to offer more services than you currently have on, on, um, on your menu right now. So. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Hope that helps. This one is from Karen Whitaker, Freeform. Victoria was asking about Freeform earlier mm -hmm. before the show. So please surprise me with a reading. My life is all over the place. So I guess so predictions freeform, for the future. Freeform is fine. All right. Um, that takes a little bit harder because if I have a question, I can, um, can I can tune, tune into that. Question. Yeah, I can yeah. tune into that faster. So this is going to take a little bit longer. Um, so I'm going to like hand that over to my guides and we're going to take the next question. We'll okay. come back to this. So, whoops, I accidentally scrolled all the way down. <laughs> that figures, right? Uh, I know this from Jill Nimchinsky. Uh, is there really a portal in my house? Uh, I think it is. I, I think so, but I'm hearing it's not as active as you think it is. Um, actually, you might actually have two. Because it feels like you have one that's large and then there's another one. I'm not kidding. It feels like it's just like tiny little pinhole <laughs> so you have two portals in your house um but they're not i'm not getting that they're all that active um you probably have energy coming in and out which is just like regular energy not even anything all that intelligent and i think every once in a while you get that intelligence coming through because what i'm when i'm looking when i'm feeling into the larger portal 
it feels more like breezes coming through, you know, like it's just the wind or it's just those type of elements of like, you know, wind. <laughs> so like if you, if you have the window open and it's raining, some of that's going to come through. So it's not, obviously rain isn't intelligent. Well, I guess it depends on who you ask and you know, how, how, um, theoretical you want to get on that. But anyways, um, yeah, so it's not like a bird flying in. It's just like rain or the weather, whatever's happening on the other side of that portal is what that's picking up. But I'm not getting a lot of, you know, intelligence or visitors coming through there. So it seems like it's generally safe. Okay. Very good. Uh, from Hunter Road Media, Sphere Queen, Diane Hilbert. Nicole, I've been feeling ill and wondering, will I feel better or is this it for me? Uh, I do not answer health questions, so I'm going to have to skip oh, that one. Okay. So, yeah. <laughs> no, I do not do health questions. Okay. Uh, this is just kind of a general question, Mr. CO2. Well, giving a psychic reading, any contact with uh, reincarnation or past life, does that happen? Um, every once in a while, yeah. Every once in a while when I'm reading for someone, a past life uh, memory will come through. Like, I'll start to see different aspects of that for them. Um but it doesn't happen very often. And if people ask specifically for that, um, you know, that's something that I can usually tune into. But past life things in reincarnation, to me, that's always a little tricky because, like, you can't validate it most of the time. It's like when people are like, what's my spirit guide's name? I'm like, I can tell you what I'm picking up on, <laughs> but there's no way to validate it, you know? So, um so yeah, the even though reincarnation and past lives are absolutely fascinating, you and I both have different past life we stories do, yes. that we that we've had not together, but like right. we, we we both know we've been reincarnated. Um, yeah, tuning into that for someone else, like I'm pretty sure I get it right most of the time, but it's not exactly my forte. So, okay. yeah. <laughs> and then, can you go back to that woman? I'm sorry, I have you going on. Yeah, that's fine. I, I'll, I'll scroll back up while okay. I do that. There is Roberta with a $10 super sticker. So, thank you very much. Thank Roberta. you, Roberta. Um, yeah, and that was Karen Whitaker. Okay. All right, let me see. Karen, Karen, Karen. So what I'm seeing is you do have a spirit in your house that is protective. Um, and uh, this is going to sound weird, but I'm just going to explain to you what it is that I'm seeing. So I see a living room. Lots of books around it. Um, well, I'm assuming it's a living room, but there's a lot of books. And what I'm seeing is like in this corner, there's like this really big white orb. And so I know that's some type of spirit. I know that's the, that's an intelligence. I'm also hearing the word grandmother. So I'm, I feel that your grandmother is near you and watching over you at this time. Um, and so I feel like your psychic senses and intuition are wanting to open up more, but you're blocking them somehow. I don't know if you're um, maybe a little intimidated by them. That's more or less the feeling I'm getting. I'm not, not scared or intimidated. So I, I interpret that however you want. That's what I'm hearing. <laughs> Inter intimidated by and by your psychic abilities. Um, so if you were to start to open those up a little bit more, you would start to, you would start to feel those um, spirits more. And I feel like you have friendlies around you. I feel like you have a lot of friendlies. There's probably a spirit, like one spirit in your house. That's a little mischievous. It feels 
it feels like a child. So if you notice that things kind of like fall over and stuff on their own, it's just like this fun little kid that he's not tied to your house. It's like kind of, I want to call him the neighborhood brat. So he just kind of runs around that general area, um, causing a little mischief and just having fun and um, kind of like checking in on people is what I'm getting from this little kid. But anyway, so you have those energies in your house. Um, but yeah, I think if you were to start working on opening uh, your intuition more, I want to say life would become a little more exciting for you, but in really good ways. Um, and I know that you've already experience things like synchronicities. And I know that you've had some um, paranormal and psychic experiences of your own. And yeah, if you just if you start working on your intuition and opening that up more, you're going to have more of it. But I feel like it's going to be all good. <laughs> you're not going to have anything scary happen. It's just going to be a lot of fun. And it's not like once you open that up, like you're going to have all these spirits bombarding you asking you for help. It's not going to work like that. This is just something you can do for your own benefit for your on your own time um to just bring a little more I want to say joy in your life because I feel like this would be a really joyful experience for you so hope that helps <laughs> awesome hope that helps Karen uh appreciate the question mm -hmm. so next up mm -hmm. still good to go mm -hmm. all right Alyssa and hi Nicole I've been feeling stuck when it comes to what I'm meant to do in this lifetime what direction should I move forward in um, so instantly I heard that you're supposed to be moving forward in two directions. So before that scares you, uh, let me explain this. So I have this theory that, you know, a lot of people talk about looking for your life purpose, you know, like what's your life purpose. We're all here for some type of purpose. Um, I believe we're actually here for several purposes. I don't think we're here to suit just one. And we all have these innate gifts and talents and interests that we're born with. And so, we get to choose which of those purposes we want to follow because we're already, our DNA and our soul DNA is already embedded with something. And so when we come to this planet, we get to decide which of those avenues we want to take. And sometimes we can take more of them at once. And, um, and I feel for you, the reason you're confused is I feel like you're in this place where you feel as if you need to choose which of these directions you're going to go on, but maybe you don't, maybe you can take both of them. Um, and I'm not really getting a lot of clarity on what these paths are for you. I do know one of them is, um, you know, asking about your spiritual path, like what direction you should go into. And that's a really hard one to say because, well, first of all, I'm not a cult leader, so I don't really like to tell people what to do when it comes to that anyway, <laughs> but I do think that you have some, uh, I want to say some trauma or maybe some betrayal from previous spiritual practices or spiritual circles or communities, maybe people you trusted in something like in, in that, and that weighs heavy on you. And I think that that's really crippled your desire in some ways to develop um, your spiritual journey and walk that spiritual path. And there's this weird push and pull where, you kind of want to go down that path again, but then you also don't. So the thing is, is you can cut yourself some slack because either of those choices are right. You can take that path or not take that path. You can take elements of it and forge a new path, which is probably the third choice I'm seeing, which would be best for you. So just at some point, um, you know, later today or tomorrow today, it's kind of late already, but yeah. later tonight, <laughs> I guess it would be, or even tomorrow, sit down with a journal and just 
write all the things that you love. Like, what do you love about yourself? What makes your soul happy? What interests do you have? What are your core beliefs? And don't worry about the core beliefs of other people. Just what are your core beliefs? What are your values? What gives your life purpose when you do it? Is it some type of service that you offer to other people? Like, what is it that really makes you feel alive? And what is worth doing even when you don't feel like doing it? What is worth doing even when everyone is telling you that you're stupid and you shouldn't be doing this thing? And you're like, no, I need to do this. Like this. And Mike and I have been through that with our business. Oh, yeah, <laughs> like, absolutely. You know, absolutely. people telling us we should quit or we should get a real job. That's my favorite one. Um, you know, and so just so there is there is something that will start to emerge for you that you'll know it's your purpose because you're like, come hell or high water, I will do this. Like, this is important to me. And so again, I, I'm not getting a clear sense entirely what that is. Like I'm seeing, <laughs> seeing little um, hints of it here and there. Um, but I feel like I'm not supposed to see this because it's for you to discover. So write all those things down, really get to know yourself well. And um and as you start writing that down, I think you're going to have a better idea of what choices and what life direction works for you. But always go with the one that feels good. And when I say feels good, I mean, it gives you some type of hope. Like it makes you think, gosh, if I pull this off, like this might be impossible. But if I pull this off, like that would be amazing, <laughs> you know. So it's something that gives you value and makes you just feel, I don't know, almost like on a high just to think about it. So, um, so I hope that helps. I know that's probably not exactly the answer you're going for. Cause most people want to know like right away, like, well, which choice should right, I make? And it's like, right. well, yeah. it's up to you, you know? So, um, so that's my best advice for you. <laughs> All right. So thank you, Nicole. We have, can I pop that up there? Do I have to scroll <laughs> all the way down and I, it won't. I have to scroll all the way down. We have a five dollars super chat from Greg Grinkin. So let me uh, scroll all the way down and pop that up on the screen. Thank you very much, Greg. Number uh, nine. Number nine fan. <laughs> I <goofball>. love it. <laughs> <laughs> you goofball, Greg. Greg is a longtime chatter here with us. So um, want to take a moment though. Yeah, as you take a drink, because I know you've been talking a lot. I have been talking uh, a lot. Yeah. Uh, those listening to the podcast later on KGRA radio, thank you very much for listening to us on KGRA radio. That's KGRADB.com. Thank you very much for that. Appreciate it. All right. You ready to go? I am. All right. So Roberta Lewis, we, guys, we have a lot of questions. We're, I, I'm going to tell you right now, we're not going to be able to get to them all. We're going to take as many as we can uh, before we bring Victoria back on to close out the show. So, uh, so Roberta Lewis, uh, hi, Nicole. I need to find out if I should stay or move on from my relationship or be patient. I'm in a third party situationship. All right. Um, that's always difficult. So here's what I, what I'm feeling. I feel like you're going to eventually move on from this, but I think that for your own, I want to say sanity and well being and looking in the future, you don't want to have any regrets, right? And so sometimes we end up staying in situations longer than we should because we need to know that we exhausted all of our avenues. And I feel like you're a very loyal third-person situation or not. It doesn't matter because you can have third-person situations where one or two of the people in there are extremely loyal and maybe someone else just 
doesn't know what they want yet or who knows. There's a lot of things that could be going on. Uh, but for you, I do feel like you're loyal. I feel like you have a big heart. I feel like this situation is really hurting you. But I also feel like you care. Um, I do think you care about both parties, one more than one more so than the other, but you care about both of them. And I think that for your own well-being, you need to stick it out a little bit longer because I know that if you were to just like kind of cut ties and leave right now, I think you'd go back to that situation or go back to something similar. So if you didn't go back to this exact situation, the universe would find a way to repeat it and you'd be back in there because you didn't learn whatever you're supposed to here or you didn't get the, um, I want to say the completion, you didn't get the completion that you needed out of this. Does that make sense? Some weird, I know things come out weird sometimes when I'm giving readings, but that's how this is coming to me. Um, so stay in it, um, not because it's going to work out and not even because it's healthy. It feels so weird to tell someone to stay in an unhealthy situation, but I do feel like you are someone who needs to know she did everything she could before she got out of this. So um, I think that you're going to know beyond a shadow of a doubt when it's time to cut and run. I don't think you're there quite yet. And um, there is going to be some type of moment or some type of message and self-love in this for you. And you haven't quite gotten there yet. My concern is if you cut before you, uh, if you cut out before you get there, that you'll find yourself in a worse situation because when we get out of a situation, sometimes that we're not ready to leave, um, we end up punishing ourselves on top of it. And that's what I'm actually afraid of for you. I think you're someone who would do that. And I don't mean like cutting or anything like that. I mean that you would get really down on yourself and maybe start uh, sabotaging yourself in other ways. And most of this would be unconscious. So ride this out. There's something in this for you. There's something important that you need to learn and that you need to figure out. And there might even be an apology or something from the other party that needs to come to you too. So there's, there's just like a mixed bag of things here. But you're going to know when it's time to cut and run. And it's not, I don't feel like it's that time yet. So, yeah. Right. Interesting. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you never know what's going to come yeah. out in a reading. So I hope this was helpful. All right. I hope all of it was helpful for all of you guys. So. I always hope that, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> right. Like you never give a reading, and be like, "Well, I hope that was stupid." <laughs> you know, like, like, well, I mean, and, that, and that's a big part of what you do. You are trying to help people here. Right. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So. Good for another relationship. We question? can do one more. Sure. All right. This is from Chelsea Mask. Hey, Nicole, I'm feeling really stuck when it comes to my supposed soulmate. He's inaccessible physically and sends mixed signals, but spiritually, he and I are very in sync. What do I do with this? Um, so with that, by the way, hi, Chelsea, I remember you. <laughs> um, you know, I still think you need to have your boundaries up. And if someone was inaccessible to me um, physically, but spiritually, they were still showing up, whether it was in my dreams or whatever, I would keep telling them to get lost. I would keep telling them to get lost. And then um, I would also start telling my mind and my subconscious mind, like, no, we're putting the doors down on this. Like, this is not happening. And I would really start praying and talking to my guides and my angels to start bringing forth someone who is accessible, who's ready for me now. And, you know, angels and guides can be funny when this happens because to them, 
now is six months from now. Like it never fails. And you're like, I need this now. They're like, all right, well, in three months, we'll give you what you want. I'm like, that's not now. <laughs> that's not now. Like I want now. They never give it to us now. Not usually. Um, so just keep standing your ground on this. And I know that's confusing um, when you, you're getting all these synchronicities and you're getting all those signs. I mean, it does mean that you're in sync with this person. Like you do have, you, you guys are on the same um, radio station. You know, if he is the, if he's the signal, you're the receiver. And so that's a lot of what's going on right now. But just because a radio is able to pick up a signal, it doesn't mean that it belongs with that signal. It just means that's what it's tuning into at the time. Um, so start finding ways to tune into other things and really work diligently to break that cord, to break that bond, because there are other soulmates out there. I don't believe we have just one soulmate. I believe that we have several potentials. And you are worthy of someone who's available now. You don't have to play this game. <laughs> you know, you don't have to let someone drag you around physically or spiritually or otherwise. If they're not ready to be in the, you know, if they're not ready to, to be in something significant and special with you. So your self-worth is important. Um, and yeah, again, I would just tell my angels and guys in my own subconscious mind, stop enough. We're not doing this anymore and start putting your attention elsewhere. And if this person truly is the soulmate you're meant to be with, that's going to work itself out. Um, but in the meantime, you really shouldn't be confused over this. Like that's not a good energy to be in because how are you going to get anything done when you're overwhelmed like that? You know, you want to be able to enjoy your life. So that would, that would be my, my advice on that. <laughs> you know, and that's a, uh, a really different take on the soulmate thing. Uh, we've, I think we've kind of been inundated over the years over, you know, one specific soulmate, but you have a different outlook that we may have several different soulmates. And yeah. is, is that like, there are several people we could really like sync with sort of? Yeah. There's like several different people that we could, that we could resonate with, that we could have that good connection with. Um, because it's like, for example, um, a few weeks ago I had someone message me and she was telling me that, um, her soulmate had passed away years ago and she was crushed because she was thinking to herself, like, I'm never going to meet anyone that good again. And it's like, no, you're going to meet someone just as good again. Like the, the universe didn't take that away from you and was just like, okay, sorry, peace, like figure it out. Like, no, we have several different people. There are several different, um, soul possibilities that we have here on earth. And, um, there's always going to be people that we resonate with stronger than others. But I always, I just believe there's a lot of potentials out there. Cause I don't think that, again, I don't think the universe gives us one purpose or one choice. And it's not like, okay, if you don't, if you don't figure out this purpose, like you're toast, <laughs> like the universe <laughs> isn't doing that. The universe is like, all right, we have all these options for you. Figure it out. You know, it's like those choose your own adventure books. Remember those? Oh, I love those. <laughs> I had a whole collection of them. Yeah. yeah. So it's the same thing with everything in our lives. Like guys, you don't recognize how powerful you are. You don't recognize how powerful you are. And, you know, sometimes I don't either. It's a human thing. 
but you are epically powerful. And if you want to call in your true, true soulmate, you can do that. If you want to call in your true soulmates, because you're polyamorous, have at it, girl, you know, whatever, <laughs> but it's just like, whatever it is that you want, you guys can call it in, whether it's health, it's money, whatever it is, because you are powerful and the universe has given you lots of choices and it has given you your choose your own adventure. So if you're in a place where you're stuck, if you're in a place where you're trapped, I want you to sit down with a journal and a paper or paper, papers in a journal. If you don't have a paper in your journal, there's a problem and pen and start writing out your choose your own adventure story. Have fun with it. So, you know, in one story, maybe you're ill. And that's, that's not the adventure that you want. Maybe the next adventure is you want to be healthy and you want to live a vibrant life and you want to feel more alive. So you start writing your story on that and you say, okay, universe, this is the adventure I choose and see what'll happen because the universe will start to work in your favor. Fantastic. Um, okay. So we have a 499 super chat. Mm-hmm. Um, so you don't do health questions. I don't though. do health right. questions. So, no. uh, but we are, you know, very sorry about the the situation here with uh, with autism. But uh, Erica, thank you very much for the uh, for the five dollar super chat. So, yeah, thank you for that. Absolutely. So, do you have do you have enough juice for? I think I'm tapped out. You're tapped out. <laughs> all right. All right. We and we will respect that. So, all right. Let's uh, get Victoria back in here. Hey, Victoria. Hi. How are you doing? <laughs> I'm doing quite well. How are you? Oh, you got your margarita and everything going on. All my, right. My, my martini. Your martini. Nice. Your martini. Nice. All right. A little bitter. But it's well, we good. did we did say we had a question for you. This was all the way back at the beginning of the show because you're you're the astrology woman. Not my cat. Not your cat. <laughs> it was a talking cat. We're oh. talking astrology. Oh. Okay. Mm-hmm. And 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 I'm a cancer, so that's a crab. No. Yeah. So well, no, a... that's not what that means. It means Uh-oh. you're tough on the outside, but you're gushy on the inside. Oh, okay. If somebody well, pisses you off, you're going to pinch their You're gushy off. everywhere. Come yeah, on. You're gushy. Wow. You're gushy. I told you I can't sleep anymore. We, no. trauma- we traumatized Victoria. We did. We did. Oh, too, much, too much gushiness for her. More hard shell. No. <laughs> what is your um, what is your sign, Nicole? Sagittarius. Oh, okay. Yeah, and it's and wait, it's wait, 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 what? wait, wait. What was that look? She's like, whoa. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think you want me to say. <laughs> All right, you'll have to you'll have to private message me. Okay. Well, she might was... kind of answer it here because of this particular question. Okay. Maybe. All right. Let's All right. see. So Go this was like the very first question that was posted in your. You know, you're the astrology woman, so. Um, and wait, and I need another N- step for this. Nicole doesn't really do astrology. <laughs> oh, okay. So this was from Miss Chrissy. Uh, I'm a bit early, lol. I'm a Sagittarius female dealing with a Cancer male, and my question is: Is my connection with the Cancer male in my life what I believe it to be? Well, I don't know. What do you believe it to be? <laughs> I mean, is she still here? Is I don't know. She, I don't I know if she seen is her or post. not. Yeah. In general, Sagittarians do not like to be tied down. They wander. They um, they are very hard to commit to relationships. And if they do, they don't stay very long because they get the wandering feet and they have to go. And they're like, well, I'm bored of this. I have to go on. And cancers 
are very deep and emotional. Um, they are very homebodies. They, um, like I said, they have a hard outer shell. So you may see the Sagittarian may, you know, cause it's a fire energy, um, say something to hurt the cancer and the cancer will just pretend like it didn't really hurt, but deep down inside it really did. Now the Sagittarian is a fire energy. The cancer is a water, fire and water don't mix. Um, you would need like fire and air or earth and water. So I don't know. Sorry. Or, <laughs> or we make steam cause we're hot. <laughs> well, then again, it depends on your, your rising signs too, because that's how you really are. Um, so depending on what your rising signs are. What are the rising signs? Well, your rising sign is a your natal chart. Did you Libra, do it? Because mine is a Leo, and then your rising is no. Wait, because okay, so our wait, okay, I got your this. I'm a, my moon is a Libra, and my rising is a Leo, which means his moon is a Leo, and his rising is a Libra. Because we have our moon, our moon and our rising are exactly opposite each other. It's like I'm a Leo in one, so he's Libra in another, and then I'm a. Does that can, make sense? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Leos have the hair, you know, so I can see that with you. Um, you know, the big. You can never find a Leo I used with to bad have hair. A lot of hair in. High well, no, school. and you're, <laughs> Leos have good. Teeth. No, if if he's, that's not right, because if you're a Leo rising, then halfway across is Aquarius, because I'm a Leo Aquarius also. Uh huh. Because I'm an Aquarius rising, Leo descending. So if you are a Leo rising, uh -huh. okay, you're an Aquarius descending. So that means when push comes to shove or you have to come to it, you will, um, you'll come up with creative out of the box ideas. You have yeah. connections. You, you won't, you know, you're like, ah, the bathroom door is locked. How am I going to get in? Well, let me kick it in. Sledgehammer. <laughs> yes, okay. You think yeah. outside the box. Okay. Um, whereas, That's outside the box. That just seems practical to me. Well, somebody might go, well, let me go get a screwdriver. You know, where's the little thing that's over the door? Oh, yeah, um, those normies. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just kick the damn thing in. So, yeah, I'm thinking out of the box now. If Mike is a, what'd you say he was? An Aquarius rising, if y'all are flipped? No, he's a he's a um, Libra rising, because I'm a Libra moon, so he's a Libra rising. Okay. So, if he's a Libra rising, oh, He's probably really emotional deep down inside. You know, he'll put the, the outer shell up like the peanut M&M or whatever, or the M&M, you know, you're like, you're hard and tough on the inside, but inside Me, you're emotional. all. That sounds, that sounds like the cancer again. Yeah. Kind of we'll does. see. That's a double whammy because, you know, Libras where we try and stay balanced. Yeah. And um, yeah, if you're emotional, you don't want to tip the scales, you know, and run off crying or anything or, you know, attack someone. <laughs> Joy has a, uh, a comment here. She says, funny, I'm a cancer, but was always a wanderer and see, you know, I it love to travel. Your, your, your rising sign, your rising that, sign is how you really, really are. And I'm more of a homebody, I think, than he is. Because I do like to travel a lot. Yeah, he like to Although I, I do enjoy being home here in Ohio. Well, true, true. So. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Go figure I don't know. You know, we didn't do anything with the cards. We didn't. I didn't need to. At, at least I don't think. I mean, I don't know how accurate my readings were because I wasn't able to get feedback. But right. felt like I was tuning in. Well, there was, was feedback, fine. but we were so far up in the chat right, and all yeah. the comments, you know, following up were further down. Right, so. right. Yeah, but I know. I know you nailed um, chalk because mm -hmm. you know with football season. And I know right, with. Right. Uh, with Karen, you had mentioned stuff about, I know if you had paranormal experiences, 
I've, I've been on paranormal investigations with Karen. So yeah, oh, she's had okay. experiences. Oh, okay. Well, good. <laughs> <laughs> so, so as cool. far as anybody else, I, I don't know. But right. I have I remember seeing you when we were on the phone with uh, with Johnny. And right. I just and I saw you work and I was just, wow. With, with his dad. Because yeah, you like nailed dad. everything about his dad. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yep. All right. Well, we are getting down toward the end of the show. Victoria, any uh, any last questions here? As and like I said, everybody, I, I appreciate all the questions. Of course, we couldn't do them all, but now I heard y'all um, talking about soulmates, but I have mm-hmm. learned that soulmates are totally different than what everyone calls a soulmate because soulmates are just that they are the mates of your soul. What people are considering soulmates, like romantic partners, are really your divine counterparts. Um, and that's what people should be looking for, not the soulmate. Because, you know, I've had a dog who was a soulmate of mine. I mean, he understood me. You know, I've had people who were soulmates. So it's like the soul family. Yeah. The soul yeah, I think Rob Gutcher would definitely agree on the dogs being soulmates. Well, you know, I mean, they understand you. I mean, they understand you when people don't understand you sometimes. So, you know, it's just what soul resonates with another soul. But your divine counterpart um, would lift you up. When you can only go so far, they raise you up the rest of the way. Um, so that's what you should be looking for is your divine counterpart or twin flame, if they call it that. Or yeah. Anyway, ah, who knows? All right. <laughs> cool. And Karen has uh, commented down in the chat, Nicole, you're spot on with me holding back my psychic abilities on purpose. All right. So there you go. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> All <right. laughs> awesome. Awesome. All right. So. Uh, next week, join us. We're going to have David Weatherly join us to talk about black-eyed children. So um, we'll probably get into some other topics, too. He is a wealth of information. Uh, Victoria, of course, thank you uh, once again. I know we kind of... Oh, thank you. you. No, this was you, fun. Yeah, yeah we, I know we <laughs> kind of like stuck you in the background there for a little while. But... I was actually doing a reading on Facebook while y'all were doing oh, it. Oh, there so, we go. Multitask. So. Go. And you were awesome. drinking a martini for You're me. It's very sweet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one Radio. for you one for me podcast people will never know 